There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Oh, hold up. Smell test. Go ahead. Sniff those pits. Now your bits. Feet, toes. Come on. Ugh. Could be fresher, right? It's all good. Old Spice Total Body Deodorant Spray is gentle enough to use all over your body, giving you 24-7 lasting freshness with daily use, from pits to toes and down below. So every smell test gets a... <sighs> Shop for Old Spice Total Body Deodorant. Oh, yes, my people. We back up in here, man. We recording right now. I'm glad I made it to the Mac Mania podcast because I've been deep in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. I've been deep. <laughs> no, no. I've no. been watching this way more than I should. My marriage is in jeopardy. My jobs are in jeopardy. My life is in jeopardy. My mama don't recognize me. My daddy said, where you been? I've been deep undercover. I've been clandestine. I've been clandestine. as a lot of skullduggery, a lot of smoke and mirrors, but I made it for my people at the Mac Mania podcast before I bring my boys on. <laughs> bring my boys on. I'm listening, guys, I'm getting a lot of um, love for some people randomly on um, Instagram or, or Twitter or wherever they try to find your boy. And we we typically get bogged down in the negativity and the bad things people say about us. So when some people say good things about my boys, Flowboy Boys, Jack Farmer, Evan Mac, Brian Waters, and they like what we do, I want to put those people over. If you're hearing my voice right now and you've given us those props you've been giving us these past weeks through messages for your boy. I want you to know that I appreciate you. Shame on me for not literally writing down each one of your names, but y'all hear my voice right now and the positive is outweighs the negatives. And I think it's me doing a little bit of our thing as we running our mouse and running the muck. And right now, I need to get back on this podcast if I click on. I got it right now on the right side of my, it's on YouTube TV as I'm doing the podcast right there. Johnny! That, was, was, that was smart, that was smart. See, I was lost in this, this trial. That's why I didn't get back to y'all. But thank you so right. much. I can't, I can't watch the trial. I feel like I'm peeping in on someone's personal personal conversation. It's I, I feel like it's, I every time this, I look, I'm like, I, it's none of my business. I felt film. this bad. No, I felt bad. I felt bad about this as well, Young Jack Farmer, until I found out the great Johnny Depp wanted this televised for the world to see. He didn't want any shenanigans. He didn't want any drama. He's like, I want people to see that I'm an innocent man. <laughs> wait, and wait. I was like, Captain Jack. He he doesn't he doesn't want any drama, so he's gonna put it nationally on television for the world to see. That's heroic, man. <laughs> I don't want any drama. 
broadcast this everywhere. Absolutely. He's like, no, open it up, open it up, open it up. He was like, out of a spectacle. He got spectacle. You see Hemsworth back there, he approves, man. But no, shout out to everybody that's um that's listening to the podcast, guys, and giving us those positive vibes. Really, it really means a lot. And and um it, it keeps me uh wondering, keeps me um on on a straight and narrow and um and loving what I do. So I appreciate y'all if y'all if y'all listening to your boy. Uh NXT had some releases and, and it's one of those things we have to talk about, but I just wanted to approach it from a different angle. Um it's been happening. It was happening for the throughout the pandemic. It was happening a few months ago. It happens all the time. People get released, people lose their job. And um and it was one of those things that 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 gets broken and it's trending on Twitter and it's trending everywhere and people's lives are changed and upended and we don't know where they're gonna move or where they're gonna live. And so we get caught up in the drama of them getting released but i just wanted to um uh kick it to you guys when i put nxc releases big deal or no big deal these round of releases i think uh i think if you're one of the talents that was released yeah it's a pretty pretty big deal and i know we can all sit here and say that they'll get signed somewhere else or they'll land on their feet and i'm sure some of them will and, and some of them won't but either way it's a tough phone call to receive i know everyone yeah. here on this panel has poured their heart into some kind of project or some kind of company and mm. had it ripped away from them at some point mm. and told, hey, this this isn't going to be a part of your future anymore. And wow. it, it's a devastating thing to hear regardless of how talented you are. Uh, so for them, you know, I, I hope, wish the best for them. I hope they'll land on their feet and, and obviously best thoughts for them. As far as WWE goes, the WWE is a machine. Like yeah. this isn't, this isn't going to be a hiccup for them. The same way if, LeBron James, the biggest star in basketball, if he said, I'm walking away from basketball today, the NBA would be just fine. It, it's would. A machine. it would be totally fine. And the, the WWE is, is the same. My take on this, as far as big deal or no big deal, is the, uh, the approach to what they're doing with talent and mm. the idea of we're going to bring people on. They have a short period of time to prove themselves. And I was looking at this, and I was thinking to myself, Gable Stevenson might be one of the most high pressure signings for the company they've had in a long time. Because oh, without a question. <laughs> if he doesn't work, if this doesn't work, if they find themselves letting him go before he ever does anything, then all the other college athletes that they're trying to sign, all the other people that have opportunities to potentially go to the NFL draft, the baseball draft, to go to the NBA, to go to the UFC, they're all going to look around and start saying, wait, you want me to give up an opportunity to get drafted by the Chargers so I can have six months with a chance to make money before I get cut and left behind? That's going to become a problem if this does not work out. Now, it may play out just great, but there's a lot on the line, I think, with Gable Stevenson here. And I, I think I, that's the bigger story. I agree with you. I agree with you when it comes to what they're banking on, how they're betting on, and what they're the, the mandate and what they're trying to focus on now. That's that's the business. I'm not a businessman. I ain't got a business degree. I got, I, got, I got a degree in broadcast journalism. That's what my degree is in. So I don't Talk sit there and act it. like I know about, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 your boy, you know what I mean? Brad, with that boy, you had a, had a, had a, had a who I was up to, I was up, boy, I was this close on the Valedictorian. I was on the cusp. <laughs> Is that some of the uh, stuff? But some of all, bro, I was, bro, I was on, I was on the cusp. 
Oh, I was on the cusp, but I, I was slacking. Man, I just got burned out at the end. But damn. But anyway, I just, could, I just, I, I just, I was like, man, you know what? I'm just trying to finish. But no, I, but I, <laughs> hey, no judgment. We've all been there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the cusp. No, but I, but no, I think about, and that's how they're doing what they're doing. What's best for their business? You know, what's best for business? And when I say big deal, no big deal. It's a big deal for those for the people personally. But when I say no big deal, you'll, you're hearing some of the stories like the Malcolm Bivens, who he he did not want to resign. He's mm-hmm. taking his destiny in his own hands and moving on to something. Any any man that that's that's he's a smart, um, very humble brother. Actually, if you ever get a chance to meet him, shake his hand. He's a nice brother. He um he wouldn't have did this unless he had something stoking in the fire. <laughs> no something. Yeah, yeah, right. hey, you know, <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all see what your boy? You see what your boy do though? That's see, that, they, that's that's that broadcast right shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Belittle my intelligence, and I will not let him do it any longer. I'm smarter than people think. <laughs> Good lord! Just because I play dumb sometimes don't mean I am but anyway like <laughs> no but like he um and I, I know he has something to cook it so I don't so I don't feel bad for uh for Malcolm I don't feel bad for him he's made his impact he's made a statement he's made his waves everyone loves him and he's gonna be fine the Dakota Kai thing when you if you're hearing the rumors are true that they don't think she was good enough for the main roster that's a bit different that's that's like that's a that's a that's a contract that's that's, that's here and there that's a like that that makes you feel some type of way. And and that they didn't trust her enough to go to that main roster and make an impact. Now that's a little upsetting. But you hear about the other Roger Strong requesting his release without I think that being denied. Probably him wanting to join his boys at AEW. These are different things that I think they're having a problem with. And I, but I think I don't I say no big deal ultimately, because just like Jack said, um, the, the WWE world will keep on spinning. These guys are talented enough and these gals are talented enough to land on their feet. It's just going to sting a little bit. And um, I do believe it'll be all right. I, I think this is kind of like the we saw this with other forms of entertainment. In the studio yeah. system in the 50s, the music industry in the 90s, when we had an artist, you signed them, discovered them. You discover an artist and develop yep. them for years and years and years. Yep. And then the, the game just changed. And so what we're seeing now is like the SoundCloud performers, the ones that go, I'm going to establish myself first before I get myself in that pool. And even though business-wise, there's an investment of fresh talent and tryouts and next in line, which is a college likeness initiative, ultimately the ones that say, I want my release go, I know what my character has to go. Clearly. Is it a big deal? Losing your job, always a big deal, especially when you move to Orlando or Jacksonville in some cases to, to make this happen. Um, but ultimately, once you know this is a, a cycle thing, I think a lot, the next class of wrestlers are going to be more savvy and go, I'm going to give myself more options before I get into the system. And you're starting to see that they are, though. They're, they're holding on to their IP, holding on to their intellectual property, keeping their names, keeping their likeness. And before they sign their name on the dotted line, they are get, actually getting way more shrewd in that regard. Yeah. I would challenge some of these whack-ass SoundCloud rappers to put that on their on their contracts before they get mad and disgruntled and they leave without any of their damn credits and any of their damn music. Because that's what's happened to all these sucker MCs out there that thought they were dope with their little advances. Yeah, I went there, man. You said so. SoundCloud and it triggered me, man. You call out an entire platform? No, I'm telling you. <laughs> if it is Spotify, it's trash. <laughs> yo, yo. No, SoundCloud is one thing. Spotify is the cream of the yeah. crap, brother. Who yeah. But listen, no, no. What I'm trying to say is I get a little, I get a little, it sticks in my crawl when these SoundCloud rappers were walking around with the chest puffed out, acting like they were better than all the OG rappers that were lyricists and that we were all just bitter old fogies. And then I started coming to find out I keep checking on y'all haters and y'all didn't even get y'all own y'all don't even got the rights to your own music when you get when you leave now that ain't smart 
And my, yeah. but my, but my professional wrestlers nowadays, they getting smart. They getting. When I heard, when I see Adam Cole come out as Adam Cole, I was like, I love that. When I see Keith Lee come out as Keith Lee, I love that. That's that, that does something to me. That means like they're getting more shrewd. I've worked on this name. I've built this name. I put in just as much work as you guys did investing in me. And I want to hold on to this thing. And I'm liking that. So to, to Flobo's point, I do believe, I think they're getting a little more shrewd. And that means definitely the next generation will be even smarter when Is it comes that, to that. Do you think that means we're going to see shorter wrestling careers because they'll be able to find other things and pivot easier or earlier in their careers? I'm not trying to put anything on her, but um, I, I, I'll be stunned if Sasha Banks wrestles too much longer. And she loves wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if, you, if you guys watch the WWE Evil and you, and you have any different thoughts about Sasha watch her man that that girl is obsessed with wrestling mm -hmm. like but but when you're getting when you're when you're when you're beautiful and you're talented and you have charisma and you actually do well on a show like Mandalorian and you're starting to get offers it's just hard it's hard to turn down like like Goat Cena to me to me and y'all y'all heard it here first I think John Cena wiped the floor with the rock during her rivalry wiped the floor with him promo wise wiped the floor with him mm. yeah you heard it Brian Keep it was, rock, no, Brian it was down, it down here for Rocky it was down here for Rocky we, we, <laughs> not, listen, we, yeah. we ain't gonna diss the rock after the brother I know, we, just we, turned we, 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 today <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is what I always would say. I'm not just gonna give you practice. You was born on a day. What the hell that got to do with me talking right now? Dude, my birthday, my birthday's June 9th. If you want to tell me to kick rocks, I'd be like, you know what? I was just June happened 9th. to be Write born on this day. Yeah. Wow. This was all so, Evan's I, Evan's plan to get his birthday out there so we all get him presents. That's not the whack. Birthday's whack. No, <laughs> the, the, the rappers, the rappers buy, on buy the merch. The, oh yeah, the rappers on SoundCloud uh, are whack, and you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you right know though. who you are. I know because when I, I pay attention to him, uh, see that's see that uh, that's oh uh, feather in the cap and call you macaroni, baby. Listen, listen, listen. Old Yankee, old Yankee Doodle Brian is what I call him. Listen, no, no, nothing associated with the Yankees. I'm an Oriole fan. I don't care. Yankee Doodle, Yankees. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I respect That's this. Not I respect this. And, 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 and I love Oreo New York. Oreo Doodle, Brian. I love New York. Oreo Doodle, Captain Chocolate, Captain. Captain Planet. Chocolate. <laughs> listen, listen, wait, 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 wait. This is so. What the hell was I saying? Hold on. We're talking about the release. Talking about SoundCloud rappers and, 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 and release. Wait, listen, no, listen. But no, I was thinking about like people like like Sasha. And the reason why I said when yeah, the rock, I was because I was going to give my man to rock his birthday wishes, but it kind of made me think. But I was actually kind of getting to the point where the, um uh, John's whole premise was dogging the rock for not being there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then and then if you watch this talking smack or it's a talking smack or an interview and you can tell how serious john is y'all gotta try to find this it's amazing where they when they when they bring up the subject of how he was talking about the rock being a part-timer and at this point john's been getting all kinds of movie deals and movie mm -hmm. and opportunities mm -hmm. and he's and he's like he, he has this moment where he goes i was dumb and he's, he's dead serious though. This ain't even a work. He's like, I was dumb. I shouldn't have said that. It's one of those, because yeah. I think he came to a moment where he was like, oh, this is hard to say no to. Yeah, I see why Dwayne Johnson left. But that was I some of the best rough. television in 2011 yes. oh to 2013. Are you kidding me? It was, it was incredible. It was must-see TV. I mean, you know, we talk about like the Attitude Era, right? And Happy the birthday, experience <laughs> when we would go to school. Come on the show. <laughs> there you go. The, the attitude era and the experience. You go to school and you talk about it with your friends and reenact. That yes. was for me, like that was through college and, and going to work. And everybody, yeah. did you see Raw last night? I haven't watched in years, but you know, The Rock and this John Cena guy, he's all right, you know. Box office. That right there, I mean, it was box office. It really, it really was. And like I yeah. said, but that, I got to that roundabout way because it's one of those moments where, to, to answer your question, Jack, like I think. If you're if you if you're great, you, know, you have to be great though, man. And Sasha's great. Like Bianca, there ain't no way Bianca couldn't leave like tomorrow and get into something. 
Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. But when when you watch interviews or you hear her talk, she said she literally believes she was put on earth to be a professional wrestler. When you hear stuff like that, yeah, I don't know if she's gonna be leaving it's, anytime soon. It's something that the movies but, don't do, and that's that. Uh, when you that walk crowd, out and get bro. that crowd pop, you know, I, I talk about when um, you know, when we was in uh, Dallas, right, and people would see the Mac Mania podcast and they say, hey, that's Mac Mania. You know, there was a time, um, I don't know if y'all remember, but when we was sitting down and there was a gentleman who was sitting like four rows in front of us. I wish I remembered his name. He was supposed to take a picture with us, but he did. He turned around, he said, I heard the voices. And yeah, I remember like, so I know yeah. it was Randy. Voices. I remember the yeah. name, Randy. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Randy, yeah. man. That, that made my weekend. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it's stuff that like that. Weekend. So you yeah. imagine how we felt. Imagine, this is why like people like Flair can't stay away. And you walk out and there's 30,000 people cheering your name. 10,000 people. That's the that rush that they can't get rid of. Now, the movie stuff is fine. The money is good and, you know, less bumps. But that rush of the crowd, they can't get nowhere else. Yeah, and that's, and that's what you, that's what they're going to have to battle. And like I said, I just, I'd be surprised if Miss Mercedes or Miss Sasha Banks is there for much longer. But why? What the hell? I'm, I don't know her like that. I'm just saying, I know she's getting, I know people beating down her door right now. Being like, get into this. And she might have other aspirations and other thoughts and other dreams and things like that. And that just reminded me of John when he was like dogging the rock, like on, on, on some real, some real heat. Yeah. And then he, yeah. but then, but then he started getting these deals, and he started being like, "Oh snap! That's how, how much sorry, am I getting? Rocky. How much am I, I getting? Meant to hurt you. <laughs> He's like, how much am I getting for how much, how much work? Five, five weeks? Right. Five, five, four weeks? Five months? And, and honestly, months? as you get older, oh, the, hold on now, bro. <laughs> and the truth is, that as you get older too, those those miles get longer, those uh, those bumps get harder, and you know you start having a family, and you start saying, "You mean I don't have to be on the road three hundred days a year anymore, and I can make all this money, and I can still be a performer." Uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot of people that are on a short list. I think with the with the success of The Rock, Batista, John Cena, I know it's harder than that. I'm not saying everyone is just going to suddenly become famous actors, but I think that door is opening quite a bit more than it was back in the 80s when it was Hogan trying to become a, a an actor. Uh, <laughs> You know, I think Mr. I think Nanny, studios put some are, respect on Mr. Nanny. Put some respect on Mr. Nanny. He was Bro not a suburban you. commando for you to laugh at. <laughs> Mr. Nanny is the greatest. That's, that's, that's I put that next to Home Alone. It's so ridiculous, man. Uh, but but I, I don't think producers now. I think producers are more open because of what it takes to be a superstar today. I think they're more open to saying, "Okay, we'll give this person a look." As opposed to back in the '90s, we're like, okay, you're going to be a big lughead in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's not. There's no coincidence though that that WWE and other wrestling promotions they have they have acting classes. They mm -hmm. not not just not just promo class. They bring in like actors. They bring in actors, acting coaches to teach them how to act and how to um to uh, to show emotion on the camera because they're doing a lot of close ups and there's a lot of there's a lot of production behind it and that actually gets you the chops. A lot of people don't know that like that that technical stuff about how to look at the uh, how to how to how to cheat camera this way, cheat camera that. way way or how to, to emote certain ways and do things like that and um brian brian just telling us right now on the low low jason mckay billy k just got a tv series now listen i will say this you eventually have to you have to be good though you know what i mean though and, mm -hmm. with, and with all due respect <laughs> i don't know what the role is no it was something so listen, <laughs> let me tell you right now billy k why i'm a little salty towards you since we on the mac mania pod uh -oh. oh man oh no i'm over here on a i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna be i'm like... over here y'all don't got this ain't got nothing to do with y'all y'all are completely completely because <laughs> if she was on this podcast i would say something right to boo thang of the week so I had my i on assignment doing the hall of fame years back my baby boy 
my baby boy, my brother's going to access, my wife taking him to access over here. And I'm my brother, my, my brother who was autistic and just having a good time. And like, and I hate always bringing out my brother's special needs, but it is a fact. That is what he is. And he's just having a good time. And my wife, the biggest takeaway she had of that access was how like Billy Kay and, the, oh, and Peyton like didn't want anybody to touch them at all. My brother went to shake her hand and like, she was like, don't touch me. I was like, oh, hey, what? <laughs> that right there. I will always stick in my crawl to the day I die because I'm like, yo, you can't tell, you can't see, wait, for real? Yeah, you don't want to be on Mackie's crawl list, man. It is long. <laughs> it is it's, shorter than, it's shorter than you think. It's one her. of my favorites. It's, 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 it's her. Meet, it's um, who else? It's one light skinned dude back in the day. And it's like, it wasn't AJ Francis. <laughs> no, no, I love, I love Ty. That's Ty Dollar, baby. That, yeah, Ty Dollar. He's another one. Like, um, you know, he talked about when he did the series on TV, how he was able to put together his because you know he studied this in college. Shout out to the University of Maryland. Uh, him and. Hey. Bruce Waters was down there together. Shout out to my bloodline. You know, he said like he knew how to read the, you know, where the hard cam was, when the light is on. He said they didn't have to prep him, you know. So that's the stuff that with this new performance center, like you alluded to earlier, the acting classes, that's going to make a healthy transition for the wrestlers that want to do that, that want to put that time and effort into it. It's going to make a healthy transition for them. There was 100%, 100%, 100%. a great interview with Freddie Prince Jr., who used to be a writer yeah. for WWE and a, yeah. obviously an actor. And he said they would do groups where they would get together and they would pick scripts and they would do, the, uh, they would do reads and act parts from movies to help get that character out and learn how to play characters. And I thought that was, that was in, that, I that was very cool to see. Yeah, That's, yeah, to hear him break that down and, and, and how that kind of became, he, he, he got to be like that point where he's now he's like writing storylines. He's the one that wrote that incredible Jeff Hardy storyline. If you guys don't know, um, mm -hmm. he's responsible for writing that incredible for Jeff Hardy's title run. That's that's Freddie Prince Jr.'s imprint all over that brother, brother. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. is one of those guys that when you first heard that he was into into WWE, you're like, oh, that's interesting. But then when you learn about just how involved he was and and what he did, you're like, that's so cool to to it hear really that. Is. It really uh, is. But yeah, but yeah, man, um, yo, Billy Kay, shake my brother's hand next time you see him, yo. <laughs> but I hope the show, I hope the show does well. I hope the show goes well. What's the role, Brian Waters? What's the role, man? What did you know? What's, what's the show called, man? I just you put know, it away. Chris uh, McKillers looks like. It's called the Chris How McKillers. are you gonna like how are you going to say all this the terrible stuff and then put over the show? Oh, I ain't so putting over the show. Oh. <laughs> should be, should be cast in a uh, feature film. I just film. said what the show is. <laughs> should be uh, in a feature film, The Charisma Killers, this fall. So I would that get, like, like, that's all, and I, I'm sure I'll tune in. But like I said, that's not terrible stuff. I'm just telling you what happened. I didn't do anything. Nah, it's, it's, my poor brother was a little upset. That's all I'm saying. Well, but anyways, yeah. but anyways, yeah, yeah. Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, mm -mm -mm, kick rocks for real. I, I like Peyton Royce, Billy Kay. Oh, yeah, did they go I, I, no, this is this is Evan. This is coming from Evan Thomas, right. Gardner, James Mack, Flobo right. Boys, Jack Farmer, Brian the, Waters have nothing to do with this. This all is the, per, all this the is hosts of the Mac Mania podcast Mack. do not necessarily agree on nope. the nope because that's not y'all. That's not your. That's not your brother. This is Evan Thomas, Gardner, James Mack. My full name, full government is me, 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 me. me. <laughs> I feel like I've asked Evan what the T stands for six times, and every time I forget immediately Thomas, after. Thomas, Thomas Gardner, James, baby TGJ. But uh, speaking of speaking of Ring TGJ, the bell, then, next let's go to FTR. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> T from TGJ to FTR. I uh, thought it was a great match. I thought it lived up to the hype. I put, did it live up to the hype? I um, was wrong. And I, and I think it, I, it's, that's, that's, and that takes a grown man to admit it. You five seconds in, you were texting, you admit you were wrong. That's, that takes a that's No, a grown what was man. worse was Jack wasn't even watching. Like, he was, he was busy. He was I, 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 I had to watch it later. I, I, I did watch it. I built up the courage to say courage. I was wrong. As we put in this great Mac Mania exclusive group chat. iPhones only. And <laughs> yeah, for real. So I sent the message. I said, okay, Jack, you're right. I'm wrong. And I didn't even get a response till like I was asleep. <laughs> he was he was he was moving and shaking. I was busy. I was working. I don't remember what, what I was doing. Match, but... It was a, it was a great it was a great match from two great wrestlers that that He's know themselves the really well. They know how to tell a story in the ring. There was and it was there was you could tell it was a lot of emotion, but they also they just know what they're doing. Like I said, if you like traditional collar and elbow, if you like if you're a wrestling purist and you like somebody just going at it for fifteen to twenty minutes, it, it's it was great. It, it was it was a great show. It was a great spectacle. It was it was awesome to see. One of the best things AEW has done in a while, and um, I, I thought it was a joy. Now, allow me to offer not necessarily a counterpoint. I thought the match was yeah. good too, but there's yeah. been some debate on Twitter about the homages, uh, and that match was an homage to the mm. uh, Brett Owen match itself. Uh, what do you think about that? When wrestlers go back old school, like is it like hip hop where all your verses should be legitimate and should be original and fresh, or is it like rock and roll or jazz where you can? throw back and reference other matches and sit it okay. Yeah, I think you can do that under the con- uh, under the right context as opposed to being like someone that's just plagiarizing. So I, I do think when it's when it's good spirited and it's from a good place and you're and it's like like little Easter eggs you're doing for for the fans. When you yeah. do like little Easter eggs for the fans like when you're watching a comic book movie, they put Easter eggs in for like die hard fans that people will just miss and the casuals are not but it doesn't bother the casuals because they're just watching. But the diehards like, "Ooh, that one thing in the background. Oh, that was crazy." You know, so like when you're when you're when we're old school Iron Man, when he uses the freaking Captain America shield to prop up to level, like it's not even like like it ain't Captain America shield. You're like, yo, that's Cap shield. Like things like things like that. I think when it's in good nature for the right reasons, I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I got to agree. I, I think Evan hit the nail on the head with that. I think it can be it can be done well. It can also be done poorly. I think it was done well here. I think it's more when it feels lazy that it becomes a bad thing. Like when you get the. Um, this person only does the same five moves every single match kind of thing is when it starts to become like, okay, this is boring. But if it's just like a, an homage in some way that, that Tevin said that most people don't even catch, but the real fans get, it's fun. I think it's, it's fun to do. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I think, um, you know, I think back to Bret Hart versus Ric Flair and they had a match when Flair, uh, when Bret won the title and they did the same exact finish in WCW years later. And you, if you read Bret Hart's book, you know, he feels like Ric Flair's, you've seen one Ric Flair match, you've seen them all. It's hard to argue that. But when True. you look at something like this, it's very cool. I think it's fun seeing stuff like that just because as a wrestling nerd, you get to say, oh, I didn't catch that then. But like, it's really cool, especially when you get these social media videos. It's kind of like when um, after Kobe Bryant passed, LeBron James, like a like a week or two later, did the same exact fast break dunk, and then somebody put together that video, and then the cool. video you know, of uh, Michael Jordan and Kobe, where like they put it together, like Kobe was doing the same exact cool. moves. I think it's like that, and uh, to see that in the sport that we love the most, well, me at least, um, I think it's awesome to see it in wrestling. Yeah, it really is. It's like it's just like it, it, it done done tastefully. Without like ripping off someone's entire persona, like, and they were and clearly they were it was in a good it, they were in a good space, and they met, they were they were it was good natured, and it was it was it was like I said it was it was it's fit for a pay per view. 
It really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really was. I almost feel like I didn't deserve to watch that for free, to be honest with you, because it was, it was a classic. Now, if, you want to, if you want to Venmo me to feel better about it. <laughs> no. I ain't Venmoing nobody a damn thing right now. But, 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 but this damn, but this guy that I would just rent to. But like, um, <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently there was some um, some uh, SummerSlam logo drama. I didn't know what the hell was going on because I think you haters out here get a little too upset about a damn logo. It's just the damn logo. Flobo's still going to watch, so I don't even know why he's mad yeah. about the logo. So I don't know if he is mad about the logo, but he kicked rocks if he's mad about the logo. It's just two words. It's just together. Something's like, what's wrong? What's the problem? What's the problem? What did the logo do to Flobo boys? What happened? Look, look, look. I want to be sad. It took me a, a minute to get over it. It's been it about took a week a or bit, so. It's been a few it, days. It's been well, a few I, days. Because I was doing the Godfather emoji in our group chat, all iPhones, or Blue Bubble Gang, being like, oh, look how they mask Shout out my to boy. the Blue Bubbles. Yo, all you haters out there that's in the group chat, if my message is green, I don't want to talk to you, Jordan Yo. Coulson. Yo, for real. Because my, my, my thing was the, the SummerSlam star was like becoming almost iconic for that event the past couple nice. years. Back in 2015 when it has this ramp up to through New York and through Toronto. And so when I saw the WrestleMania star go up, I was like, uh-oh. This is not going to be good at all. Oh, snap. Oh, dang. And so when they made out the, the first one with the little swooshy swirls and have the like Nashville thing, I was like, oh, they're making it per year kind of a thing, which I guess mm-hmm. what WrestleMania does. But I was like, man, I really wanted SummerSlam to be different because I've been an advocate for that event for such a long time. But now couple days have passed and I said, you know what? Maybe it's a good way to at least peg down what year the event is because there's no more numbers anymore. We don't do years anymore. Maybe I should just get over it. But I was going through some stuff. Yeah, it's one of those things that I look back to WrestleMania and us being there in Dallas and Flobo saying, yeah, it just looks like SummerSlam. And I I wish I had the foresight at the time to realize, oh yeah, this does not mean good things for that SummerSlam (laughs) logo. I personally do not like the new logo, but I try to Why, look back. Jack? Why, Jack? I just, I just, the design would you, looks would you become a logologist? What's your problem? <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, I got my degree from the oh, Art oh, Institute of California. That's right. So That's right. I do That's know right. a little bit about design. You got a flex on it. <laughs> but the, uh, but the, um, what I start to look at when I don't like certain things and the way they're going is I look back at social media right now and mm-hmm. I remember back, I'm old enough to remember when the Star Wars prequels started coming out. Indeed. Yeah. And everyone that was a Star Wars fan hated them. They bashed on them. They talked about Jar Jar Binks. They I made fun they of all this more, stuff. But, continue. Uh, but that's the point, is now that time has gone on, you look at social media, when most people talk about the great Star Wars days, they're not talking about Empire Strikes Back. They're talking about Anakin Skywalker. They're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. They're talking about those prequels. And I realized... All the stuff that we get all frustrated about because they're changing what we love is in 20 years, the thing everyone's going to say, this is great. So I can hate this logo, but in 20 years, there's going to be a show like this going, this was the best SummerSlam logo. This was when it was really great. And so I can either hate it or I can just embrace the fact that times change and this is what we're getting. So uh, I'm just going to embrace it. I like like your logic there, but I do believe some things can still be consistently hated throughout time and space. (laughs) And transcend, <laughs> and even 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line, we can still yeah. hate a logo. You're right, though, but for the most yeah. part, time like Jar Jar does heal. Listen, yeah, yeah, Jar Jar's still not over. He's not. <laughs> and he's not. He's not. And he's and I don't think he ever will be. I do like when you when you hear the deeper stuff about the brother that almost um you know took his own life because of the hate he was getting for Jar Jar. Then I kind of soften a little bit about my hatred for Jar Jar. I'm like y'all need to chill. It's just a damn movie, and mm-hmm. you guys gonna watch it no matter what. As soon as you see Lucasfilm Limited, 
you still gonna watch the damn movie? So I'm just mm -hmm. saying, stop going so hard. But the SummerSlam logo, it's not, it's okay. You know, I know they're, they're trying to Nashville it up. They're trying to Nashville it up, you know, and I think it's okay. But this this one might not, this one might be hated for a while. It might stand the test of time <laughs> as far as people being like, but but so it's because it's all about the follow-up, the follow-up um logo. What if the follow-up logo is worse? You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah, but it's, my, let's let's hope it's worse than this one. And then all of a sudden people be like, this one's worse. And then that the Nashville one will just be will fall by the wayside, brother. Bring back the blue and orange. I'm a mark for that one. I need oh, absolutely. Oh, that yeah. goes without saying. My issue with this logo is is mostly that it just looks like they chose a font that never gets used and just typed it, and that was it. So, and so that was kind of it. Like it, it, it feels a little lazy to me as far as the design goes. Unused font, and they said go. So yeah. you're probably thinking to yourself, if you're listening to this right now, like why is this in-depth logo talk? And the reason being is that the Royal Rumble hasn't really changed. It's been pretty much block letters. WrestleMania's logo is pretty much the same. They make things around it. When you have a big four, a big five, or even big four now with big five with Money in the Bank becoming a stadium show, and you're seeing things change all the time, I start to wonder how important this event is. And that's why I'm kind of like, you know what I mean? But yeah, it is kind of weird, wonky. I'm not sure anyone nationally even wears that font. Whatever happened to Smackville, bring that back. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm better. I like it. I like it. But I like that. I like that the logo's pissing people off. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it, that's what makes I mean, that's why you can't be wrestling fans. You can't be any fans of any major product, comics, um, Star Wars, Star Trek. I love it because you because you hold on to stuff that just this this is what you this is what you love. Stop messing with the things we love. You know what I mean? I, when I seen the logo, I was like, ah, it's kind of poop, but I just kept it moving. You know what I mean? But but that's not but let's not act like I was like, oh oh oh, what a what a hell of a logo. I wouldn't. I didn't put it over. But I was I, I so I did I see I see where the venom's coming from. I do. I should say it didn't bother me. If we didn't have this conversation, I probably would have moved on with my life. But it was in the rundown, so I had to give some analysis. I'll put that on pitchforks. <laughs> Oh yeah, we had the uh, poll results. Uh, poll results of um, the franchise tag from the ladies' edition. I believe Jack Farmer's pick of Oscar went through pretty handily. So we are now we have on the male side we have Theory. On the female side we have Oscar. That's who we will be representing and holding down and following how they do their thing for the next year, brother, brother, sister, brother. Yeah, and Oscar's smoking. She's still, she's she's flying high, Jack Farmer. She's flying. She flicked Becky Lynch on the nose. She got a big a win dorm. this week. She also Austin Theory. He's pulling the strings of a whole bunch of people right now connection to Vincent man we are like we got two great picks here off to a solid start I think we pick good I think the fans pick good and I think we're in for a wild ride on the franchise tag train okay. I will say this fans out there that are voting on the poll man we had Lacey Evan engagement watch why couldn't y'all push her through that would have been one step closer to getting on the podcast so I put it on the people that vote on the poll you ruined the moment you ruined it y'all I, I can't <laughs> knock them you see these promos that Lacey Evan has like these are really enthralling but they're 5,000 minutes long. Come on! <laughs> I can and go get a snack and come back. And then my dad said, oh my God. What? Like, come on, y'all. We was close because she engaged. Come on. We could have her on the podcast. I picked Shotzi, so you know what I'm saying. I hear you. It's, it's all good. Fiddlesticks. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. So, so, Jack, mm. let me ask a question. What does this mean? Every pay-per-view, you got to wear like Austin Theory merch? We got to high-five yeah. Oscar? It, like, it, how deep does it go? Yeah. I say we just we just want to ride with them. So anything they do, yeah, if we want to get merch, if we want to get, like, anytime they're in a matchup, regardless of who they're against, we want them to win. We're, they are our team. We are backing them. 
If Austin Theory decides he wants to slap Roman Reigns in the face, guess what? We got to ride with Austin. Well, Theory. We got to ride with Theory. Uh, we've got to stick okay. with Reigns our yesterday. You can you can get away with one. Corey Graves. <laughs> he was he was he was panicking. He said like after he said Austin Theory, he said Theory like sixteen more times like before the minute. He's like Theory and Theory did this and Theory did this and Theory and Theory and Theory. Like, <laughs> I said Corey Graves, you can you could you could talk about HBCU bands and not not get fired. You're good. If you can say Austin Theory, yeah, <laughs> like you're 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 fine. What the heck yeah. is this? Yeah. You'll be you'll be okay. Yeah. So yeah, you'll be okay. <laughs> So you good, Jack. You good. Theory, though, he's going to be our guy. We are always backing him. We want to see him succeed. Ideally, we would love to see him grow and win the title at WrestleMania. Will he? I don't know. He's not a favorite, but that's the point. It's just like when your team team isn't quite there yet, but you still want him to win the Super Bowl. You still want him to win the championship. That's Asuka. That's Theory. We are ride or die with them until WrestleMania. Then once WrestleMania is done, we start over and we pick two different people. Hey, down, down. It'll be Lacey Evans so I can, we can get her on because we're close. We're like one degree from Lacey. And y'all blew it! <laughs> so traditional. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, but there's something that's going to get cropped out here, man. I got a beef. I got a beef with Cass, a oh, masked no. man. I got a beef with Cass, a masked man. I'm just rolling down Twitter, minding my business. <laughs> hey, Cass, this is for you. And I see a tweet. And I'm like, wait, wait, What? What? And the tweet was, Kaz said, put some respect on medium well stakes. And I say, no, why? Wait a minute. That means that's like a Renee tweet. Wait a minute, Kaz. You can't just put a tweet like that, then smoke bomb up out of there. You got to tell us why. Because I'm telling you right now, there's only one way for a steak to be prepared. What you mean, Evan? It's medium rare, and everybody knows it's medium rare. And you think I'm wrong about medium rare? Go to the restaurant. When you're at a fancy restaurant, ask them how the chef prepares the steak. Just say, how would you like your steak, Evan? I'm like, how is the chef prepared? She's like, medium rare. Every single respectable chef on the planet likes medium rare. That's the way you're supposed to eat the meat. Kaz is not supposed to be medium well. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm going Kaz on this one. Surprise, wait, surprise. Another black man likes a darker <laughs> steak. Surprise, surprise. Wait, wait, hold hey, on. Hey, you was right there when I had my steak that Wednesday. I and I tell you, that medium well, the flavors... No, flavors right they're there. gone. They're great. gone. No, it's not. When it's well done, it's gone. I, I don't understand this. So, what was the context? What? Was Cass talking about a child? That's like, the he was, he was the problem. This is the problem. Was he talking when it about comes, kids? That's the problem with quick cryptic tweets. You see, that's literally that was like the line. Yeah. So I so I took it and ran with it. He had, he didn't give me no context, no backstory. Need to go. I don't know if he went to a restaurant. All I said, he said, put some respect on medium. Well, I was like, wait a minute, no, is, no. All right, so here's what happened. Okay, here's what happened on. April 28th, um, my favorite wide receiver Trial. from the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> what? I'm giving you context. No, you're like, you're like yeah. and on the Tor- date of April 16th, uh, I have to tell you what the tweet happened. Um, Tory Smith, Tory Smith uh, one of the all-time Ravens great, says, if you eat your steak rare, dash medium, it doesn't have as much flavor as medium well or burnt. Insane. So that's what Kaz quote tweeted just oh, okay. for medium well stakes. That, make, I, I, and that I makes sense with the context. That makes sense with the context because flavor is not char and char is not flavor. And I, right. if you guys care, I'm, I'm team medium. I like the middle warm, right? As long as it's warm, I'm fine. But once you go to medium well, man, that Thank steak you. is done. You have totally you. stripped of it of any kind of bounce, any kind of texture. You're eating leather at that um, point, brother. Ob- obviously, like any cut, especially the better cuts. Like you're going to disrespect the better cut of meat with a well? Where yeah. you at, Jack Farmer? I actually, I don't eat beef, so I don't have a, uh, <laughs> I don't have a, uh, 
Man, we say initials. I don't have a cow. In, I don't have a cow in this uh, in this race. Uh, vegan. Uh, I will say though. I will say though. One of my favorite lines from King of the Hill was Hank Hill was teaching his son Bobby how to grill, and Bobby says, "What if someone asks for their steak well done?" And Hank says, "We ask them politely but firmly to leave." <laughs> I was team medium well for a long time because I get it. I was like, "Oh man, I want a picture where my meat's cooked." And I, I had to leave a lot of parties because of it. But but when I had my first medium, it is a transcendence, bro. You're just like, oh, medium, I understand. Medium, medium, medium rare. Medium rare is, is an out-of-body experience. Medium rare is a gift from God. Medium rare is like taking a bite and then getting drifted off into the Milky Way and just floating. <laughs> For hours and hours. And then you get done with the last bite and you get depressed and you get sad and you wonder where your life's going to be. You wonder what you're going to do tomorrow. Medium rare is where it's at, Cass. I'm calling you out, baby! Let me put a teaser tweet out there. Oh, man. <laughs> OMG. And while he puts that teaser tweet out, I wanted to end I wanted to end this show. We put that teaser tweet out. What's, 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 what's the verbiage? What's the verbiage? OMG, Cass. Evan just called you out about your sticks. <laughs> <laughs> It's going oh, down. Good. It's going down. Listen, so before we wrap this show up, I wanted to get to a really great um subject that was brought to me by the fellas. And um it was a quote, and it was a quote. And if you don't really know the context of the quote, you're kind of wondering who the great uh Kurt Angle is talking about. Let me take these damn glasses off. Um in in and if I don't know if you guys have heard it, if you're listening to my voice right now, but the quote was what he's been able to do with his character is changing, innovating himself and being able to be as effective as he is in the business this late into his career at age 51, 52 years of age and being in the business for over 30 years. He put in a lot of time and a lot of effort and he's very talented. So I put him up there with with Michaels. But now after being in AW and doing the things he's doing now, he has to be the greatest of all time, especially the amount of years he's put in. That is Kurt Angle, the great Kurt Angle on one Chris Jericho, Y2J. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I, I, it's hard for me to um, say he's wrong because you know I'm a longevity guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, in sports, I think that's a very very disrespected thing. We're like, oh, there he's he's there, so he's going to score points. I go, not necessarily. Nope. Being there. Not, <laughs> not, not everyone's there, though. Oh, okay. Right. Right. So, so I wanted to just kick it to the fellas. You could take this anywhere you want. You could take the quote anywhere you want. You could take the thoughts anywhere you want. You can rank them. You can agree. You can disagree. It's anyway, how did that, when you, when you hear that, when you read that, what was your uh, takeaway? My big takeaway when I saw this was, I've always thought of Jericho as incredible, as a great, and I think if you were to say I'm putting him on a, a list, you'd expect him to be on a list somewhere on the list, but... I've never heard someone, especially someone as respected in you the ring as list. Kurt Angle. Oh. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to do that, but hey, play on words. Out, uh, but the to have someone actually say Jericho is ahead of Shawn Michaels, number one on the list. Now, I don't think this changes anyone else's opinion about where people go. I think we are all pretty cemented in who we think the best of all time is. But it made me think, do we not put enough respect on Chris Jericho? Should he be higher theoretically, on all of our theoretical lists. Is he, should he be higher up in the conversation than we've been giving him credit for? Brian, what, what say you, Brian? Oh, you got something? I was going to say, with Chris Jericho, here's someone that that was always on the list. Before, at, at this job, we worked together at a previous employer, and they made me do a top 10 list of best wrestlers of all time, my favorite top 10. And Chris Jericho is on both of those. Interesting. I think not so much that where, a... Where where and such um on, on my top of all time like the, not, not the, that it matters i think if you make a top 10 you're you're good yeah he's number good. nine on the on the all time all time and then on my favorite he's number eight uh if that matters but so he's like oh, ranks right under edge 
Edge will never be on that list. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're saying. It's probably behind Bret Hart, actually. Uh, so, <laughs> right on the it, edge. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate that that AEW is is the 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 place where Chris Jericho is now because in the later of his career, even though he's been pretty good at the top of his form, because he's been surrounded by so many groups, no one really appreciates how much character work he does individually as much. Um, not to knock the AEW, I'm just saying the stage is great just with more more factions or whatever. So yeah, I think Kurt Angle's right. Is he better than Shawn Michaels? I don't think so personally, but I'm not going to argue Kurt Angle about it. He, he has a gold medal with a freaking freaking neck. You know what I'm saying? So props yeah. to him for saying it coming out. Yeah, I'm with I, you. Like I, I, I had a uh, discussion with a brother in a bar years ago, almost probably ten years ago, and he he disagreed with me when I said he goes everyone everyone has an opinion. It, like your opinion is not better than my opinion, and this is why I respectfully disagree. I do believe people at a certain status opinion do matter more than another person. Like for example, like we had this when we had this discussion. This argument. He's like, what do you mean? I go, so you telling me your opinion if you uh, of heart surgery is better than that, that heart surgery? And he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, oh, I go, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm not talking about like you and me at the bar. You can't tell me your opinion matters more. Like Evan Mack's opinion cannot mean more than Kurt Angles. No right. way in hell. There's no way. And I know people out there like, oh, it's, it's just, no, it can't. It just can't. Kurt Angle's been in the business. He's wrestled. He's wrestled people. He's talked to people. He's actually wrestled a real high level, amateur pro, gold medalist. I don't care about his neck was broken now. He won a damn gold medal. Mm -hmm. you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's just a cool part of the story. But he won a damn gold medal, broken neck. Think about it, if his neck wasn't broke, he still would have won the gold medal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it, it would have it, it been easier for him. But like, <laughs> right. so, we're, so we're talking about a person that's done that. So, like, so his opinion carries weight. Um, I, I, I can't put him. Uh, I can't. Did he respond? <laughs> I can't put him. Oh no! I can't put him. I can't, I can't put him. I can't put him past um Shawn Michaels. Even though, even though Shawn Michaels to me is not the greatest of all time. See, because so for me to do, so for me to agree with uh, Kurt Angle's premise, I would have to agree that Shawn Michaels is the greatest of all time, and I don't. Well, and when I when I shared this, because I was the one that saw this and posted this up for us to chat about. We know, I, like I said, I don't I don't pretend that this is going to change our opinions of of him. Yeah, of course it, but you don't. It's, again, it's just more because I, I was kind of with Flobo. I, I personally, for if, if I was to put a list, I had him kind of around that that ten spot somewhere, uh, give or take number ten. But I look at this and I think, yeah, he has been doing it for thirty years. He's done it, whether it be in WCW, WWF, WWE, New Japan, now AEW. The fact that AEW was kind of built off of his success, and I mean, there's others involved as well, but he he's, was- He's the one who's an anchor, he's, though. Mm -hmm. He was one of the anchors that it was built upon. I, it makes me go, you know what? Because he's also great in the ring. His character work is incredible. Like If you do add up, if you have a checklist of what puts you at near the top of the list, he does check every single box across the board. Uh, and so, again, I don't think it's going to change anyone's number one opinion or anything like that. But I just, in general, should we be putting him higher? Should we be lifting him up into the upper echelon of these lists instead of I, at the back end? I don't, I don't see enough lists to think he's lower. I, I think he gets his due. Um, I really do. I think when, when I'm hearing people talking about the lore of wrestling and, and people contributing to the business, I do believe Chris Jericho is high up there. So, so I, I will say this, they really, really definitively give you exactly what I'm thinking about the Chris Jericho thing. I don't, I don't, I hate putting ranks on like on someone that great. Uh, but, but, but Chris Jericho is one of the greatest of all time as far as his innovation goes, mm -hmm. uh, staying relevant throughout the decades, um, putting on great matches as a wrestler, um, being one of the best on the microphone, and, and being an all-encompassing sports entertainer that has traveled the world and done many things, and by the way, kept his body upright. 
which is another mm-hmm. thing that people just gloss over. He kept his body outright and somehow dodged and avoided all the, the you know, like the when people get caught up in the, in the painkillers and the overdoses and to keep, the, to keep their body a certain way. Chris Jericho has navigated his way through one of the most tumultuous industries of all time to be sitting here standing firm and still able to give you a match here and there. So Kurt Angle was not off base when he says he's one of the all-time greats. I don't think it's, a crazy to put him top 10. Of course he's top 10 because I told you, mm-hmm. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. No disrespect to the older wrestlers in the industry, man. These, these, the, the newer crop of cats, man, they're just a little better. Maybe you could say, cause they learn from them. Maybe you could say like this, we put a lot of respect on the, the, the guys that have black and white footage. We do, we do, but, but the, that, that diminishes the greatness of a Chris Jericho. Cause just, it's not his fault. He was born in a different time. So what am I supposed to do? Take Chris Jericho, put him down in the black and white times, and then we'll fast forward and be like, he's good then. Like, I, I don't, you could, he's, he's born in this time. He wrestled during this time. He, he was during, and he was during an era where there was damn good wrestlers, a different promotion. But you can make and, the argument And he's still too. here. He's, he's a here. half a, like a half a generation behind Shawn Michaels. You know what I mean? When you think he about is. him. And, and, I, and I think this is a respectable argument or debate because of the fact that when you look at Jericho, you look over his career, he's done his to do wrestling for 30 years, but also New Japan, AEW. To me, that actually gives him more rank because I think yeah. if he was in the WWE, he would just be putting over younger talent or helping younger talent get over, he maybe would. transitioning into a broadcast role. But to see him go to AEW and take a company, be a part of it, like you said, be a part of that cornerstone to lift the company up because let's not act like it wasn't his name that made sense mm-hmm. to cross over to TNT to the... Um, the shows with uh, the NBA uh, shows because Jericho had the name value as far mm-hmm. as the American audience was concerned as far as the crossover mm-hmm. appeal Correct. versus like the Bucks and Cody they were in the wrestling space so yes. I think you can make an argument and you know I personally I'm more entertained by Chris Jericho than Shawn Michaels yeah Shawn Michaels gave me memories with DX and stuff but I'm more entertained with Chris Jericho than I am with Shawn Michaels the in-ring stuff when they was both in the ring together, it wasn't Sean Carey and Jericho. They were dancing together. Ain't nobody so I, gonna carry Jericho. <clears throat> Bingo. Mm-hmm. No. Ain't nobody like that. Let me let me, put, let me if, be if very clear. If there's any negative thing about Chris Jericho, and that's just us being wrestling nerds taking things a step further, is that he's only had like really one great WrestleMania moment where Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, as they say, you know. But that doesn't take away from the fact he still performs at other places, you know. Him and Omega. They had an incredible bout, you know? So I think to see the longevity and the versatility of Chris Jericho, where, you know, unfortunately, Shawn Michaels only did it at a high level in one place. I always say that's why, for for me, that's why I always say Ric Flair is my number one if you pick it. It's because he's been to so many different places and so many different eras. But I want to ask you a a question, Mac, if it's okay, or or I guess the panel, based on something (laughs) you said about the the older era, the, the black and white era or whatever, is there any industry, at least in entertainment or sports, that is thriving today that isn't producing some of the best to ever do it right now? Like, is there any thriving business that the people from before were better than the people of today outright? And when, I, when I say this, people always get all hot under the damn collar, but, but it's, it's facts. I'm a better version than my dad, period. Right. I just am. Ask him. He'll be like, I have all the knowledge. I gave it to you. 
I made all the mistakes so you didn't have to. That's that, what the, I'm talking about. I'm talking the about just, ultimate that's, love. It's yeah. but it's true. Like so, stop. Like listen, so and so make the telephone, but damn it, Steve Jobs made it better. Like what? Like <laughs> like why do we? Why do we? We argue about that all the time. But I go, it's because you're holding on to something. Like it's not a knock to say this. This newer generation is better. They know more. There's more knowledge. I got go one here. Go, John go, go. Madden football. He said, is there anything? Is there anything that was better then than it is now? Well, that's John, a video game. That, I thought that was actual it's, people. It's he's talking about, he's he's talking about, about life. Form, like, the artists, the artists were better. The fun like, <laughs> FIFA. Like, what? Wait a minute. I love but, this dude. But, Listen, but, yeah, but the point is, like, like if Babe Ruth... Try to yeah, end for, the, for example, the, this, yeah, ba- the, 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 baseball well, of the day. Baby would make track. a team. I want to get back on track with that because that's, that's that's my thing. That's my thing. Hell, no, Baby would get cut. He would yeah. get that's not not a, not a chance. He would not get cut. Ch- he would get cut, and that's not that's not that's, a knock. It's he. With all due respect, everyone's like, man, Jordan didn't shoot threes because he didn't have to. I go, the three point line was there. Like, don't stop, <laughs> stop that foolishness, man. That see that that's the stuff that gets gets on my nerves about old athletes, old this, old that. I go, listen, Babe Ruth played a certain way because they didn't know any better. They did mm. not. So if I insert like, oh, he would have all the training, I go, no, you have to take Babe Ruth as he is. Mm-hmm. You can't say Babe Ruth with all the knowledge we have now. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, but you yeah. can take an Evan Mack or a Usain Bolt and put him back in time, and then what would happen? What would yeah. happen? Dominate. He, would, he, he would dominate. He wouldn't even try to run a nine second hundred. He, he'd run Otani, an eleven second hundred. Shohei yeah. Otani back in his day. He's Woo! another level. Like, listen now. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is now. Do I think there's that many people better than Nolan Ryan? Hell no. No. Hell no. Nolan. Mm. Nolan Ryan is like we're talking. See, when we're talking pitching, mm. you can you can gauge that. You can gauge off speed. You can gauge. I'm a Randy Johnson gauge, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, that slider. You could that boy slider is dirty. That dude's that dude's slider should be somewhere like in a mud pit somewhere, wallowing around with some pigs. It's filthy. But anyways, I'm getting too. Don't get me started talking about pitching, boy. Whoa. But anyways, listen, listen, listen. No, but like there's so there's certain aspects of older things that you can be like, okay, that's good. But I'm saying, guys, for the most part, it, so how can how, how the hell can evolution apply to everything but sports? How? Right. That's that's a good. Question. <laughs> I should, that's, I should that's a say question, also Jack. in in twenty years. They're all going to be better than the people we like today. One hundred percent. Like I said, there's exceptions. I think it's going to be a far time before you see somebody like LeBron play twenty years. Right. He's like he's there, there's always these genetic anomalies where like LeBron's playing twenty years, and it's not just because of his his how much money he spends on his recovery. He's genetically gifted. The more people, yeah. how his muscle has, they, like his physiology, they're going to study one day seriously because mm-hmm. of how he's built. So he's a one, he's an outlier, and there's always outliers through the decades. There really is, and you'll find that person back in the day, back in the twenties, that did X, Y, Z. But for the most part, the average person is a better athlete than mm-hmm. than the person back in the day. They just they just are, man. Like these guys back in the day wouldn't make a damn roster. Ty yeah. Cobb wouldn't even make a roster. Yeah, Unless right. that industry is dying and it's not collecting the people who are that talented anymore. That's why I say if, if any business that's thriving should have the best people who have ever done it. Again, outside of a random outlier here or there. Uh, and, that's, that's, and that's what always but, kills me about sports when I'm always arguing about sports with people. It's like, guys, and every other aspect of everything, things get better. As soon as I say someone's better than an older player, they go, I'm wrong. I go, that, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Like if, if I talk to the greatest, if I talk to the smartest OG computer programmer and I walked up to him like, yo, this kid coming out of MIT is better than you. He'd be like, yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> he should. He, no, they he, should. Because they, yeah, he, he, should. Would, he, he wouldn't be like, no, 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 no. Back in the day, this one program, oh, he was way better. They, <laughs> they only do it in sports. They yes. only do it in sports. Yes. And so every, everyone's better. Computers are better. TVs are better. Everything's better. I don't know. Them CRTs, imagine, baby. You're saying that. Say it again, say that again. <laughs> Them CRTs, baby. You can't play Duck Hunter in these games. You can't I was going to say to using the heart analogy too, like, could you imagine a surgeon be like, oh, they were way better at heart surgery back in the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> the first open heart surgery. You see, this because what they don't talk about, damn, we're about to get on this show, this show's about to come up out, but what they don't talk about, what they don't talk about is how many people died during these first open heart surgery. They don't talk about right. that. Oh, right. they, they don't put those in the medical journals. They, they put, so-and-so died. What I'm trying to say is, it's become, think about it. Who would ever thought if I asked somebody 50 years ago 60 years ago, that an open heart surgery would be routine? Like, yeah. as far as, like, the protocols go, not the, like, risk of life, but the protocols, though, they'd be like, what? Like, yeah. we they, we needed a priest on deck. We needed a <laughs> rabbi there. We needed a... We, we need both. We need both. We, need, we can't we, take any chances. We needed, like, right three there. Muslims. We needed a monk. <laughs> and then we needed the surgeon. Right, like, so, like, what all I'm trying to say is, like, I, I think there's, it's something to be said about someone who's been around since WCW to still mm -hmm. be here and teach these young whippersnappers something, you know, like, now you, and okay, but see, like, for example, here goes, oh, before we close the show out, this is my example right here. Everyone, because they want to hold on to nostalgia, they actually, they actually fix their mouth to say that MJF did not shred CM Punk. He did. See, MJF was he was he was killing CM Punk on these promos, man. And they don't want they didn't want to give it to the young buck because he's young. They didn't want to give it to him, though. Because because he was giving him the business. And what CM Punk was gonna go, go to the well. Call him a call him a discount Miz, which isn't a diss, CM Punk. Sorry, bruh. <laughs> I calling somebody a, a discount a Miz is not a diss. The Miz is doing very well for himself. Mm -hmm. So I'll be, like, a dis I'll be a discount Miz any day of the week. You know a discount Miz? I'll be good. <laughs> Hire me, baby. So, so, I'm, but, I'm but ready you, but for you, it. But you heard people, they were like, they were like, they were just they didn't want to accept that MJF might have got him on the mic because they're so used to the pipe bomb stuff. And they didn't realize that the kid did his homework and the kid came prepared and they didn't want to give him that. You know why? Because he's younger. And I'm like, that's fine, man. At, like the evolution in time doesn't stop no matter if you guys want to or not. Things get better. Things get greater. And we move on. You can either be a person that accepts that and be incorporated in that or you will get left behind. That's just how it, that's just how it works, guys. I apologize. And you can, and there's nothing, but everyone, I'm a, I'm like a rap purist. I don't, I don't, I don't bitch about these new rappers. I know they're trash. I just listen to the old rappers. I don't, I don't sit, I don't sit there and get all frustrated when they come on the radio. I just put on the iTunes. You know, that's what I do. Or oh, the Spotify. Of course. Always Spotify. <laughs> Always the best, Spotify. The, the best the audio stuff is on Spotify. The greatest music streamer of all time, brother, and brother. podcast too. <laughs> Podca anything audio, Spotify really is the best you can do. Awesome. And I mean, and I mean it with all my heart. But you know what I mean? Like, like that's, the, I don't put on, I don't put on garbage. I don't get, I'm like, oh my God, these young bucks suck. I just put on the OGs who I think are better. And that's, that's a different story every different day. That's one thing that ain't getting better with time rap. That ain't never getting better with time. But, uh, <laughs> There we go. There it is, Jack. Oh, no, no, Jack, Hold Jack. To, to answer the question in a roundabout way, I do draw the line with rap. <laughs> these, kids, look, these, these kids are dumb nowadays. It's crap. It's crap. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a different... It's a different is, it, is the rap industry thriving the way it used to? Or is it uh, different now? 
It's it's like, I would say are, I would say as it's we talked about SoundCloud rappers and things not having owning their stuff, <laughs> are they thriving the way that music artists did in the past, or are say, they just I, I, getting music out there? I, I will say there's an exception to the, all the 50 rules that I made in these past 10 minutes. Like there, when it comes <laughs> the, the music industry changed because now you could remember back in the day you had to get a whole album or EP at a store and it was like 15. dollars mm-hmm. yeah. so Now now you can go on iTunes or a Spotify or somewhere and you can just get a, a, a track for a dollar. Or you can do like a, a music a music service with Spotify and you get all the songs. That's the difference. And the artist still gets a little bit of a cut. Back in the day, when when somebody went platinum back in the day, they went platinum. They were mm-hmm. set. Because you, you had to go and get that record. You had to go and get that record. record. Yeah, I'm, I'm, old, I'm an old man, y'all. That's, that's what I'm saying. Are they thriving the way they used to? I mean, Ooh, they, may, I they may be listened to a lot, but are they really thriving or are they just- I, I say no. I say no. Truly, but I don't. But I don't know the numbers. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not that numbers guy. I just notice a lot of these terrible artists on my damn in my damn earlobes, and I don't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Let me get out of here so I can Brian can chop this up and I can give Cash the business. Oh um, damn! Yeah, yeah. Cash giving the business. Anybody <laughs> listen to me? How do you like your steaks? Yo, uh, Brian, put that poll up, baby. <laughs> no, he's gonna skew the vote. He's gonna like medium well or like ruined. Watch. No, no, no. <laughs> he's gonna like- no, put like put like, put the stakes, put the stakes up. You know what I mean? The Rare, right no, way. No, no. Yeah, the yeah, wrong no, no, no. way. <laughs> the right way or the wrong way. No, do no, do well done, medium, medium, a rare, medium well, and then let, do that. And see what people say. I'm Wait, what was, it, what was the choices again? You got okay, let's, let's do. Let's do. Yeah, let's do. Let's do. Um, yeah, let's do. Rare, medium, oh, medium. medium. Medium, mm-hmm. medium, medium, rare, medium, well, and then well done. Okay. Yeah, medium, medium, rare, medium, well, well done. Let's do that. <laughs> See what these haters say on this poll. Oh, man. Spaghetti part record- two. We still recording right now? Yeah, we still recording. <laughs> Close us out. Take us home. <laughs> oh, we out, man. Mac Media Podcast. Got a couple guests coming, guys. Uh, rapid fire, man. We got some things cooking for you guys. Some great people. Some AEW people. Um, perhaps a, a WWE cat. Uh, some, some, some music wow. people. We got some things. We got some things going on. <laughs> some things going on. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. <laughs> I love y'all, man. <laughs> Rare. But, um, Mac Mania Podcast, uh, Brian H. Waters, Flobo Boy, Flobito.com, Real Jack Farmer. Um, brother, Goodbye. keep up the good work on the commentary, brother. Killing oh, it, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hugs and kisses. We out. <laughs>